Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you. It's Gertrude, except and maybe it's not. You don't know. Uh, you guys have just opened up into the new vision. Huge pre-destruction Berez. You kind of have a simple layout from when you're spending a little bit of time there, but the specificity of where the buildings are, not quite sure there. Uh, and the attention is mostly drawn uh, to the fact that you see someone familiar that clearly has no logical existence here. So what are you doing? I think I'm just going to immediately run up to her. Yeah. Me? I'm running. Oh, I'm not running. I'm not running. I don't want to freak her out. leisurely walk up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, am I? I'll, I'll, okay. Just to, I'll do a light jog. All right. Oh, you're already running. <laughs> you said you were running. I didn't. Sprinting. <laughs> he does that thing when he like walks outside and he realizes that it's raining. And he's like, oh, I should run to my car. And he does like three paces. And you're like. I look dumb. I'm not going to commit. So you just do like a little job to the rest. <laughs> no, of the no, no. I'm thinking of it more. I'm thinking of it more like a Forrest Gump situation where like I slowly start to get there and then I'm just fully booking it towards the okay. towards the latter half. Uh, you, She's sitting on the stone edge wall of this fountain piece. This is uh, in the center of the square of the town. And you can tell that from this central vantage point, there are several uh, like wagon wheel esque roads that uh, splinter off towards the outer edges of the uh, of the city. Uh, there's not much north of where you are. It kind of uh, just for simple clarity, it is the whole city is kind of like a lemon shape with like a okay. large basin and then like a little bit of a curved edge at the top. You uh, move with some uh, specificity above the walking speed. Uh, towards this girl and like i said before uh, her hair is much shorter and she looks not significantly older but a couple years or so and yeah she's just sitting on this fountain she's got uh, what looks like a, a open sort of canvas bag next to her looks like it has some books in it and she's currently nose deep in a, in a book not really paying a mind to anything that's going on uh, there are other people in the town square kind of like market stalls and stuff I'm. I I want to look for Strahd. I want to see what this has to do with Strahd. I want to like look around. Okay, roll up something, check. Billy, what are you doing? I think Avalon's gonna run, and he's gonna have a moment of clarity, maybe like ten to fifteen feet away, when he realizes this is not in fact like Gertrude. Like he's still in the visions. Yeah. Uh, um. So he's gonna falter, kind of stop in his tracks a little bit. And start to just walk up to her. And he's going to look at the book that she's currently reading and just kind of like tilt his head to get in her peripheral and just go, is it a good read? Roll an insight check first. I rolled a 16. Weather in here, obviously you're still, you know where you are. And at this point, the whole mist situation, the weather, all of that overcasty stuff is happening. So I don't want to give you the sense that it's, a nice and bright shiny day but it's a clear day it's nice for barovia yeah and a lot of the people that are here look like they're going about a relatively normal existence um you don't see any crowds of people you don't see shrod himself uh nobody seems to be paying a mind of anything out of the ordinary uh 13 on insight you get the sense that when she goes to respond to you she was already kind of aware of your existence, probably with the fact that you made like an abrupt movement in her general direction. And she didn't look up from the book, but she, her shoulders tight, like sh- stressed a little bit as she was like, what is happening? So when she looks up from the book and just kind of meets her gaze, uh, she says, uh, well, it's it's good, but I've, I've read it a couple of times. It's hard to get new books cycling in the in the town. But this one's very good. I, I do enjoy it. Have you not read anything new recently? I mean, there's not really a market for circulating new literature. Um, There is a bookstore um, new, I think, at least as far as I'm aware, uh, some family opened it up, but that's in Valaki, and the cost to take carriages up there would be expensive. I'd like to do it someday, but um, Hmm. it's... I've heard of the bookstore opening, actually. Maybe I can bring you a book or two. Oh, sorry, evolving, and I'll gesture my hand out. Uh, she has both hands on the book and it does pause for a moment when you reach your hand out because she's clearly uh, conversational but shy to the point where like she hesitates. Uh, she will eventually take your hand and give it like just a little shake uh, and she'll introduce herself as Gretchen. I want you to make a 
investigation check. Is anyone with him or is I, her, I mean, yeah, I feel I'm like we've there. reached the, them by now. No, I've I've totally lost track of whatever is going on with this lady. Okay. Um every, yeah, everybody that's up near her make an investigation yeah. check. 23. 26. 11. Bear, looking over her and kind of meeting up with Avalon and hearing her kind of talk about the books, your attention is obviously drawn to the bag that she has and you can notice that there's about uh like seven books in there. But your attention is kind of drawn away by the fact that there's people shouting in the market stalls and stuff. You don't really catch any specificity around like the titles of them. Uh, the one person that really draws your attention, because you had noticed him when you first came into the vision, I think, is a man at a stall that looks like he's selling some sort of vegetables. And he's loudly cheering. He's like trying to get all kinds of people to come and, and purchase his wares. And he's just very much a, a boisterous personality. But... Uh, a Valen would notice uh, the more, I don't want to say obvious because it's still a 23, uh, the spines of the books that she has, uh, some of the major highlights are uh, of Mimics and Men, <laughs> uh, Memoirs of a Genasi, <laughs> uh, One Flew Over the Kenku's Nest, oh my gosh. I'm sick. To kill a manticore. Oh no, Eric! I'm gonna stop you right now. <laughs> no, Did no, I want to hear all, Have all of us investigate roll just so you could read these titles out to us. I w- I would have asked. Oh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That is amazing. Go on. <laughs> the next one, it, it's weird because the the title itself is, is just like strangely arranged letters, but you do realize that it it says the the illithid. Shut up. <laughs> Danger sense and divine sensibility. I'm sick. Stop. Stop. How many more you got? Uh, just two. Uh, Gone with the Wind Walk. Oh, beautiful. Nice. I am sick. Um, and those are the ones you notice in the bag. Uh, Beatrice is the one that catches because she's holding the book. Uh, you can't read the spine of it, but you can see that the printed title appears at the top of every page, along with like the chapter page on the mm-hmm, opposite mm-hmm. side. Um, so you would notice that uh, the the book that she seems to be reading over a couple times that she mentioned she was a fan of is uh, Pride and Prestidigitation. Oh, God. <laughs> we need to be best friends with Gretchen. Oh, my God. I'm really glad you rolled that 26. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could convince her to work at a bookstore. Maybe. Um, I guess if everybody else is kind of showing up, I'm just going to, like, after the handshake, just go, sorry, Gretchen, I didn't mean to run earlier. You just... Looked really familiar, like somebody I'd known before. I didn't mean anything by it. These are my friends. And I gestured to the other two. Hello? I I didn't really take much of it. I'm. there's rumors that weird things are happening in the town, so usually I have to be a little on edge, but... Um... We're very sorry. It is very rude to interrupt someone while they're reading, um, especially if it's a good one. I, I'm a fan of that one, too. Um, uh, but... We're new in town and new to this place. Did you have business? Like, are you doing something specific or just passing by? Well, we're just traveling. Yeah, we're passing by. Bunch of travelers. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's not common for sure. You said weird things are going on here? Maybe we might want to not stay as long as we were planning. I don't, I mean, it's tough. I Weird. They're all rumors. It's always rumors. People talk. When lots of things don't tend to happen in town, people like to make things seem like they're happening. And that's just the way it is. What kind of people? Oh, anybody. They get bored. Bored people, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure everything's fine. <laughs> what have you heard lately? Uh, well, I'm not much of a gossip. I try to keep to myself very respectable. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to put anyone into a spotlight hey worst case we get out of town before the morrow no consequence uh roll a persuasion check i rolled the nat one i'm sick i'm not even there uh she uh kind of like shifts in her seat and uh <laughs> looks down at her book and then looks back up at you and goes well i um you know whenever you do leave i'm just gonna walk it travels on you i'm just gonna back up <laughs> It's nice meeting you. Well, uh, to be fully transparent, uh, we are travelers, but we're on the trail of a witch that goes by the name of Baba La Saga. Do you 
know that name. She she kind of stands up straight and her eyes, uh, it's more of a smile creeps across her face. And she kind of chuckles and she goes, is that a joke? I mean, that's... No. Um, uh, I We know that she's done some very uh, serious uh, dark dealings. Uh, is she here? I mean, it would be really difficult for her to be here considering that she's not real. Oh, right. Yep. I, we knew that. Is this like a, is this whole thing like a, like who put you up to this? Because this is not, I feel like anybody would know that that's a fairy tale. Oh, we're, we're just friends of Irina. She said to come and mess with you. Uh, I, I can't say I've met an Irina, but that's, I suppose she's a fan, which would be odd considering. Yep. Yep. She's, she's a fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna squint in your general direction. I like, I feel wait, like I wait, heard wait. it. No, oh, there she is, right there. I pointed, Selena. <laughs> We're flipping it. We're doing great. We're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. She, uh, she, uh, just pulls the ribbon bookmark uh, of the book into the page and closes it. Just kind of gives it a tap with one hand and then puts it into her bag. She's like, "Well, I hate what to about- be bothered." <laughs> Marina, do you know anybody named Marina? I I do. I mean, I've not met her personally. Um, she's a daughter of a noble family, so you know, runs in her own circles. Oh my god! Not really in the likes of me. So Th- that's who I meant, Marina. It's all the same, Marina, Irina. I'm just nodding like ag- aggressively. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> Not me, I hope. <laughs> I knew I should have been talking up. Can I Can yeah. I help them with that or something? I'm helping him. <laughs> 11. Flash your genius set to 16. 16. Wow. Okay. She goes, I suppose that's a relatively easy mistake to make. Um, well, I, I, I have some things to take care of, so I totally forgot that I should probably not be so nose deep in, in the book. And she kind of oh, yeah. just like... Us too. Us too. We got to do things to do. And <clears throat> yep. She just kind of stands up and then kind of pats the uh, like pleated pants that she has, like uh, very like bell bottomy. Um, grabs her bag and just puts it on her own shoulder. And it's like, well, it's been nice talking to you. Hope to see you sometime, you know, unless you take off. Nice to meet you, Gretchen. I mean, Gretchen. She uh, looks back at a couple of years, she takes a few steps. Roll an insight check. I'm just like dumbly waving, <laughs> shit-eating grin. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, she has a, uh, an expression on her face that is not terribly obvious, but not terribly hidden either. Uh, that just screams like, wow, they are some weird folks. <laughs> not a vibe. And she just kind of like <laughs> traipses off down one of the roadways. I'm gonna go find, go grab Selena wherever she's. I'm looking at under wandering. like rocks. I'm looking around alleyways. I'm looking around. Probably like thirty feet off. Can I, can I do another investigation check? What are you looking for specifically? I'm looking for anything that can tell me anything, Eric. <laughs> about what? <laughs> about the how this connects to the journal. Um. Yeah. Roll. Roll. I'll give you this. Roll an investigation check or a history check. Wait, I want to look for the witch's house. Okay, that would be a perception, probably. Okay, 19. You don't see anything that looks like the witch's house. In fact, you don't see any large trees that could potentially be on the scale of the roots that it was based on. Uh, And you do know from when you fought her that her residence, like her bog, was essentially... Uh, slightly north of the where the city limits probably were when it was uh, still active. Okay. But you don't see any obvious signs of uh, either remnants or like historical pieces of that town. Saga's hut. Okay. Well, there's no statue of Marina. I'm assuming that was at the in the graveyard at the church. Okay. Which you I did note last time. I know it was a while ago, but. Uh, you can see the steeple of the church off down one of the roads in the distance. So you could go investigate if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm going to walk over and just touch Selena's arm as she's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, we we talked to the, the woman that looked like Gertrude. Her name is Gretchen, of course. Um, but she did say that Marina 
is here and is alive. That was the statue that we saw. That, that has to be why this is connected. Is... Do you want to go meet her? Or do you want to... What I, do you want to do? Okay. Um, I'm, like, gonna be, like, stopping, looking around. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait. How? Where? Why here? Like, why... Is Strahd here? That's what I'm remembering. Like, literally just like, where is he, though? Because, he, like, I feel like, obviously, if I'm here, well, not me, but the other me, but the, not really the other me, but the other other me, if they're here, uh -huh, I don't yeah. know if I'm... Where's Strahd? Like, why does Strahd know about this? Does he know about the reincarnation yet? Does is this the time that he finds... I just... Let's go, and I don't know how to... I um those are all great mm -hmm. questions about I halfway through too. that diatribe my bare DHD <laughs> kicks in and I'm gonna go talk to the vegetable dealer because he's shouting <laughs> at me yeah you, you're listening to, to them go off about their whole thing and your bare attention is just wavering so heavily and the first thing that comes to mind that splits through that like absolute white noise is just a a like broad-shouldered man he's just like got the hairiest arms he's got chest hair coming out of this like several but like undone button shirt with a vest that looks all tattered it's dirty and you just hear him shout with the most passion rutabagas get your damn rutabagas your best damn rutabagas any damn best vegetable in all breads get them right here price low as the heavens <laughs> Oh, is the heavens? <laughs> he's just going, he's just nonstop. This is like auctioneer style selling vegetables. He's not even talking to anyone in particular. People are just walking by and he's just shouting in their general direction. He's like he's an unhinged sort of character. Interesting. <laughs> and you can yeah, tell his his sign that he has on his little stall. The stall's not very big, it's just made out of like the most basic of wood planks. It's like hand painted. And really it's just like one very crude illustration of a rutabaga, which really is not a descriptive looking vegetable. Isn't it like a root? And uh, yeah, it's 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 basically just like a lump. It's like a potato. Isn't it like? Uh, it kind of looks like yeah, a turnip. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, a yeah, turnip. Yeah, turnip's Almost a turnip, but like red, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 On the sign, it really just looks like a splotch. Oh, lovely. And uh, it just says rutabagas. And he's just, that's all he has. He just has a couple rows of them, just like stacked. Mono farming. And he's got one in one in one hand and he's just like kind of shepherding around he's got another one he's pointing at people i'm just gonna saunter over to him it's it's you you're probably the most enthusiastic vegetable salesman i've ever met well that's the thing about rutabagas people don't know the wonders of rutabagas you really gotta just get in their minds with the the whole principle around them we got his history around potatoes and yams they're getting the spotlight but people don't understand that when you really need to get to the root of all your health problems it's the rutabaga that can solve them you can slice them up you can put them in a Whoa. stew you could you mm. could burn them and take in the rutabaga Whoa. uh uh the scent clear out You've your sinus that passages. a few too many times <laughs> you can you can take all of the residue from making all of your other uh rutabaga products and then you can let that kind of sit, simmer, right? You know how they make wine. You do that with a rutabaga. You rub that on your skin. On a it does wonders. On a scale of one to ten, how much does this man smell like rutabagas? <laughs> oh, like, what's the scale on a scale of ten? Yeah. Like a fourteen. Okay. This man might be three rutabagas in a trench coat. Does he, is he wearing a trench coat <laughs> or is he wearing like some sort of elaborately knitted sweater that has rutabagas on it? No, but that would be great. <laughs> Uh, no, he's wearing just like like low class farmer garb. In the back of my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is a rutabaga? <laughs> Go look it up. He's this universe's cabbage guy. Well, all, all that sounds amazing. I don't know what a rutabaga is, but I, I think that I want one. Well, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. People just don't understand. Now, if Dr. Monroe down there in the rich parts of Brez understood that all our problems would be solved with rutabagas, this town this town would be completely different. Makes sense to me. Oh, gosh. How, how much for a, a rutabaga? Well, this is the thing. I've got so many. And because people haven't really... And he leans in. 
and he's been talking with like such a ferocity and he does have this like certain uh fry on his voice so when he goes into a whisper it's just like a gravel well that's the thing you can get in on the ground floor of rutabagas no no no, no. <laughs> you're bear's eyes wide like, i i can i grab i can tell i grab bear's arm is, is anyone no, there i'm with, with me? you i thought I i'm with off. you no. i'm with you I, I want i just want to say eric i can tell that you were like 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 maybe six or seven episodes ago maybe six or seven weeks ago you were like you know we're not really committing to this pun thing and you're really going all in right now <laughs> I I am simply a historian <laughs> painting the picture of the past. You are making up for half of this entire podcast pun content right now. <laughs> You're like, welcome to puns and potions, where it's actually puns and potions. Well, is there a rutabaga potion? Hold on, I'm trying to get on the ground floor of this MLM. I, <laughs> I grab Bear's arm, and I'm like... Thank you so much, Rudebaker. Bye bye. And I am like, <laughs> gonna resist him pulling me. I I want to talk to this guy, and I'm like, no. Can I make an opposed athletics check? <laughs> yeah, both the Ezreal athletics checks. As he is, as uh, Avalon is talking to Bear, he goes, "Well, honestly, you can get deeper than ground level. Dare I say, at the roots of the <laughs> root." <laughs> Yeah. On that happening, done. I rolled a nat one and I just fall to the ground <laughs> into <laughs> trying to. I got a I got a twenty four. So <laughs> he slam he puts one of the rubies down carefully, slams both his hands on the the stall and leans over it at Avon. He goes, "Now, sir, that's gonna be a bruise, but you can prevent that." Oh no! With oh, no. and he points at Bear. A rubabagba. Why you got it, rutabagas. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I'll need one, and he's gonna need one for the bruises. Absolutely, absolutely. I've got, I've got two other friends over there. They probably want rubabla's too. Rubabla's. <laughs> so that sounds like we got, we got at least four. And you know what? For you, I'll throw in the fifth. Oh, for free. Wow. Avalon is. Uh, I don't even know the price, but I'm sold. I, I want them. Ha- have I noticed this going on yet? Uh, I'm gonna say you're probably still having a conversation with Beatrice plus the the. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Going, so. I want like the image of a Valen sitting like a Woody doll that's like perched up against the wall, like just solemnly staring at this rutabaga, like in the on the floor in front of him, not saying a word. And believe me when I say that these five rutabagas will do you far more than a single gold piece could ever do. I just. I- I'm just astounded that Strahd has remembered the rutabaga guy in his journal. <laughs> so, it's deep subconscious. So ingrained <laughs> in his memory. It's like, we all got a little It's buried away. Okay, okay, wait, wait right here, wait right here. And I go run over to B and I go, B, uh, can I have a gold? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, we're trying to have a conversation here to figure out what is going on. I like I'm snatch just, it out of her hand and run away. <laughs> yeah, you I'm just come like, back, gone. I have the rutabaga on my bruise <laughs> already. <laughs> uh, he's got the other four rutabagas in like a in like a paper bag, and uh, he he similarly I, snatches yeah. the gold piece. And Can you take the, the rutabagas stall. with you through the illusion? This is the question. In in front of him, I'm just gonna bite the rutabaga and just is it is it good? Is it? I don't even know if it has to be cooked. I'm just gonna. Oh, he goes, uh, as you do that, uh, he goes, now that, that's a way. I, I could only probably name it one other way. that You could get rutabagas directly in your system, but raw, just taking the full bite out of the rutabaga, that's where it's at. <laughs> Is it, does it taste good? <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm it's like, not you can see the, the light fading from my face, and I'm just going to like let it like plop out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Oh. Thank, thank you, and I'm gonna set him down. <laughs> like walk away. From oh. As you're walking away, he goes, "Don't worry about it. You'll get used to it. You gotta start easy." I sl- you'll get used I to it. I slowly get up. I grab the other four rutabagas, just nod to him, and I walk away. Uh, before you can even fully turn around, he's just shouting at people again. Rutabagas, get your rutabagas. He's just going. I waddle back. Avalon, what is that in your hand? Root. Those rutabagas. He was trying to buy some vegetables, but I couldn't stop him. He was just going off about how it would cure his bruises and what? make him stronger I, and all this I stuff. I hold one out to you. You want a rutabaga? No, these need to be 
prepared properly with other vegetables. I'm gonna obviously. look. Put them in my backpack. I'm gonna look <laughs> over at the rutabaga guy, and I'm gonna look at Bear and Avalon, and I'm gonna say, "If you eat them raw, you'll end up like him." Uh, like you can visibly see the panic <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> Just, <laughs> uh, I don't say anything. I don't do anything. I just... Uh, everybody roll now that you've uh, spent some time with the, the the gentleman. Everybody roll history check. Oh God! Oh my God! The, the main character of this campaign, you mean? I I rolled a natural twenty. And uh, uh, bear, you can roll with advantage. Who's, we all roll with advantage. Mm-hmm. No, just bear, just bear, because he spent the most time talking to him. I rolled a natural twenty. This die, this die okay. is going to jail. Sorry, what was the associated skill trick? History. History. That's what I'm good at. I'm the professional. Uh, 15. 25. 11. It actually makes a ton of sense uh, that Selena would remember uh, oh God. Th- this gentleman uh, because although he is um, a little bit more of a muscular build to what you're used to, um, this guy is a far more disheveled version of uh, Bildrith, who is the owner and proprietor of the mercantile shop in the village of Barovia. He's the one that uh, tried to scam you out of buying the druidic focus. And he had the, like, uh, muscle guy that worked with him, that whole thing. I told you we'd get to the details later. Well, that time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns A-N-D potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I use to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns. Him and Gretchen is Gertrude. Is there another me running around? I I, I look around. Is there a bear? Uh, you can say with confidence there's like no dwarven people. Damn. So that's a broad statement. This is all. This is all some kind of time loop or reincarnation business, right? What? We all so. see that, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. literally just yeah. a part of a machine. I am a cog I, I think in so. the cycle of, oh, God. <laughs> but, but, Selena, we're going to stop it, right? That's our whole mission. We're going to end it, right? But, and we'll do it with these rutabagas. <laughs> well, I'm, I, is there, is there like a, like a log of people around here are we am i related to myself or is it actually reincarnation like is there a census is, is that a question you're asking me uh, are you asking this to us yeah who are you okay. asking uh, I'm, I'm asking the void uh, or the party in general i have no idea well, i mean 
All your relatives. I'm staring at you don't... blankly, like I have no idea what you just said. All your relatives don't look like you. Yeah, right? that's true. You mean like a tree? Like oh, like a family yeah. tree, like a log. Yeah, like a log. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just look real satisfied now, and I'm like nodding along. Yeah. Well, that's why I think we should go try to talk to Marina. Sure, let's do it. Like yeah. I've, Where? We're going to have to find her. I don't but... know. Where, where's that? Wait, didn't the, uh, what did the guy say? What did that Rutabaga guy say about rich community? I think I heard that. I, I was so enthralled by Rutabagas, I don't know. I mean, Avalon was really enthralled and I was trying to isn't stop she, him. Isn't she like a, from a wealthy family? Didn't what, Gertrude or Gretchen yeah, say Gretchen that? Yeah, Gretchen told us that, yeah. She mentioned something about a fan. Right? Or no? When uh, the Rutabaga guy was going going off his, on his diatribe, uh, he generally motioned down one of the spokes of the of the city uh, when he was talking about a specific doctor, citing that that was potentially a more wealthy area. But the town's big, uh, so you, you don't know exactly where she would be. Lovely. Also, are there walls to this, like, diary? Like, maybe what if we can't go walking around? At this point, uh, there are no, there's no edge that is visible, which is significantly different than every other vision you've been in. I'm just going to take off. I'm running in a random direction down okay. the street. Uh, roll, a D, roll a D6. Yeah, if you can find a wall. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm, I'm I have my hands out in front of me like I'm going to run into something. A D4 or a D6? D6. One. Uh, you uh, basically swing your head from left to right as fast as you can land on the first uh road uh in the order essentially if you're going uh west to east um and just start running and you pass a fair many uh buildings a lot of them squat not necessarily super well made but livable uh roll a perception check not good seven uh you're more concerned with how far you can run than really noticing anything. And not to say that there's like a ton to notice, but you do end up, uh, a lot of people notice you and you can tell that they're kind of turning their heads to look as they're going about their normal business. Um, and you get uh, to the point where all the buildings become a little bit more sparse as you approach the edge of town. Uh, and you notice that there is like a small gated Area. It doesn't look like it's a wall that is consistent across the entire border, but some of the larger streets end in these gated uh, areas. And past that, you can see that the vision uh, goes a little bit further until you can see a river, like a very, very wide river. Uh, and then right as you're basically approaching the other side of the river, that's where it seems like it turns back into that undetailed grayish fog. I'm going to walk back. <laughs> okay. There's no wall. This is an awfully big memory that this entire city. Let's go find Marina, or I'm sure if we just wait long enough, Strahd will appear, right? Is his messed up head? Yeah, you're right. I think we should head towards the church and, and see if we can gather any information from that direction, because that's where her statue is. I'm assuming it's not there yet. Her statue's at the church? Well, her statue was there in the future. Mm -hmm. Will be there in the future. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys, like I said, you can see the steeple does poke out above a couple of the buildings, and it's actually in the uh, the second spoke, uh, next to the one where Bear had his whole run. And uh, you can make your way down there. You know the rough estimation of what it looks like, uh, although it's well put together. It is still only essentially like a narrow one-room church. Uh, it's got that very crude, like, white di paint directly on wooden plank look. A couple steps up into, like, an open chapel door. There's a couple people congregating in here. Uh, are you going directly through into the cemetery, or are you investigating anything that's inside first? You have to go through the church in order to get to the cemetery? Correct. The cemetery is gated, and the entrance is through the back door of the church. It's also open. It's like, it's, this is an open... So then area. let's, I guess, just take a quick look around while I walk through. Okay. Roll a perception check. Anybody who's paying attention. Yeah, I want to look 
at like the iconography to see if this is like Morning Lord stuff or yeah, what? Eighteen. I rolled a net twenty. What are you investigating in particular, about? Just like general happenings. Yeah, just general happenings. I think looking for red hair, maybe. Or mm-hmm. just any sign that she is here or was here or likes to go here. Likes to go here. It was a 12 for me. Okay. The church is likely uh, of a Morning Lord denomination, although in more modern, if you want to say modern day churches, the sun iconography does look a little bit different and is far more populated across the church than it is in this one. Really, there's just like a couple small ones on like the pews. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a modest one behind the pulpit. Uh, but it's not like there's no big murals. There's really not a whole lot of crap. They're not going saying on. good morning to each other. No, they're definitely uh, not. Um, I will say. It's not invented yet. <laughs> I will say that Avalon would clock as you guys are passing uh, basically the, the pedestal where the the priest who doesn't look like they're present at the moment, uh, at least not in the uh, church proper uh, would kind of stash all of his different hymnals and books of faith. And you do notice one that is like kind of stashed in the stack uh, has no specific writing or like, it it looks like it's made to be nondescript. Uh, which which wouldn't draw your attention to it, right? It would you would obviously look at all the other ones with like gold leafing and like all the very specific fancies, but you're like, that's it's trying to be hidden in plain sight. Is there anybody around? Yeah, there's people in the church, like small groups of people just kind of conversing. I'm tempted to snatch it. Can I try to snatch it? How can I get to there? Uh, roll us. Every. Roll a sleight of hand check. I'll make it as make it as easy as that. That's another nat twenty. I rolled two nat ones and two nat twenties this session. Wow. Holy shit! Really going the extremes. Uh, oh. yeah. Essentially, uh, you see the book, and then you just, in the fluid motion of your walking, just swift catch of the book, tuck it like just right at your side. Doesn't seem like anyone pays a mind. I leave a rutabaga as my calling card. I'm just kidding. I uh, leave a rutabaga. Where did I know you, Stevie? Uh, yeah, I'll go back to the group and. So you guys are making your way out to the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Unless I'll read it once we're outside. Okay. The uh, cemetery here, as familiar as you uh, remember it, not very big. Uh, most of the headstones are are not very fancy. Some of them are just plates in the ground. They don't even rise into like any sort of um, real monument. And even further so, there is no large, big thing with Marina carved out of it. Where is... Oh, is it empty? You can see the spot where it would be, but it's... it's yeah, there's nothing there. It, that's like on the upper edge, like where, you know, the, the land is going to be continued to use as a cemetery, but it's... They haven't reached the capacity yet to have to use that section. We could literally walk around in this until we die. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but we're not going to. <laughs> just, just, I... <laughs> I know this has been a lot for you, Selena, but... <laughs> We've been here for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, it's hopeless. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing. Um... Selena's full spiral now. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, I feel that. Yeah, so. it's, it's yeah under, I mean, it's honestly, totally understandable. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, I want to. I want to point out, like, yeah, you guys have probably been here for maybe like, yeah, thirty minutes, hour max. And it was. It wasn't. It was less than two hours ago that Selena essentially saw herself die a horrific death. So yeah, I think it's <laughs> I think it's called. It's, for. it's not totally uncalled for. That's true. But I also am kind of just letting like every. I think because of everything that's happened, I'm just, I'm kind of just letting every like Selena esque thought just like completely out. 
Like I usually, like especially as playing Selena and and Selena herself, I don't say what I'm thinking. Like I literally will like keep things to myself like a lot. And now I'm just like not. Yep. Selena doesn't this is, doesn't talk much <laughs> at all. This is probably the most I've heard Selena talk in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys know? Can I read the nope? This the thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can parse through the book. What languages do you know? That's a good question. Uh, I generally know common Elvish and Halfling, but I can do comprehend languages. Okay. Uh, you flip through it, and there are notes, like mar- margin notes, handwriting, uh, that is in common. Uh, but the majority of the documented work in the book is written in a language you do not know. Let me comprehend languages. Uh, you does that tell you what the language is, or you, it just translates it? Uh, I don't think it does tell you, which is an interesting. You understand any red language, make. but you must be touching the surface. Mm. It takes about one minute to read one page of text. It doesn't decode things. It doesn't tell you what language it is. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically just touching it, and then you, uh, your eyes essentially just transform the words on the page to the point where you can comprehend them. And that tra- that translation takes time, but paging through it, you can, sur- excuse me, surmise that. It is a heavily theorized documentation on uh, all kinds of like exorcisms, hmm. demonic, devilish, like undead. Great. It's a bunch of like Great. stuff. And you notice that the marginal notes uh, are scribbles at best, uh, and they are a lot of conjecture, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm going to show the note to B. B, do you know what language this is? Can she do like a check to see if the characters are recognizable? Uh, Yeah. Roll a, roll a religion check. And I'll okay. help her with that. Well. S- since you know the basis of the word. But yeah, I, I get where you're going as well. So here, let me. Uh, I already know what your question is, I okay. think. So let me just. Okay. Uh, you probably still see it as the language that it's written. Uh, okay. But but you can comprehend it. Okay. I. But I don't get the info of what it, language it is. Uh, you can still see it. So like, you can still make a check you can to see the to characters. See if you can identify it. Okay. But you don't. You don't magically gain understanding what language it is. I... You just get the. You just get the meaning of the words. Okay. I know celestial. Are you looking at the book? Yeah. Yeah. I'll... Show it to Selena. Uh, you would identify it as celestial, yeah. Okay, there you go. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> I don't care. Well, maybe uh, this has to do with some of the rumors that Gretchen was talking about. The doctor. I mean, maybe. The doctor? What about what about a doctor? I don't. He didn't say anything about a doctor. Mm. This document is about exorcisms, implying that people yes. are unwell. I don't know, in my brain, maybe that in the medical field correlate a little? Uh, if I was it's trying stretch. to do an exorcism, I'd probably go to a church. Right. But maybe this oh, but maybe this person also went to a doctor for this condition. I don't know. That that was Well, because it seems we, like there are multiple cases here, right? Right. And it would be a religious matter generally, and depending on what era we're in, I don't know about the current practices and Fair norms of the culture. Fair enough. Be what year would you say it is? Can I make a check? Eric? There is. There's literally no way to to find out. <laughs> there's not. A, there there isn't like a sweet based like on the based on how old. The Marina Marina statue was. She's alive now. So yeah, can I guess? <laughs> you can't do an exact <laughs> test on the materials of the Marina statue because it is not currently here. But you could infer based on. <laughs> I've seen a lot of stone. <laughs> Roll a. Uh. I'm proficient in stone. Yeah, yeah. B just licks a stone with her. Like, roll, like, roll an investigation check. This stone is 372 years old. Is that is that an intelligence-based roll? 
Investigation? Or is that wisdom? It, okay, yeah. Investigation. It's intelligence, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 12. <laughs> uh, no, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Shall we go inside? Maybe talk to someone? Ask somebody? Ask, ask them what? Ask if any, they know who Marina is, right? Or if there's I, any going-ons in the church that are interesting. Yeah, I'll walk into the church. <laughs> okay. uh, everybody roll a perception check as you walk back into the church. Gosh. Ooh. Oh, God. Seven. Twelve. Eighteen. Nineteen. Uh, Avalon and Selena uh, would notice in specificity what the others at least see, which is that uh, there are two men uh, standing up at the altar now. Uh, they're kind of like quietly conversing about something. Selena and Avalon would notice that uh, the uh, one of the two men is wearing what looks like priestly garb. Just kind of like ro- like layered robes. I will have both of you guys roll history checks. Um, I will also say that uh, the two of you guys recognize that oh, the, the quiet uh, whispers that they are are of like intensity. The, uh, the non-priestly looking gentleman seems slightly perturbed at the holy man. 22. Five. Avalon would recognize that the priestly man, and it's a it's a tough connection because um, they are considerably it's a weird word to use to describe a human, but uh, considerably deflated in form, and they do have a little bit of hair. Um, but this uh, this gentleman of the church looks uh, in shocking resemblance to Isaac, the guard. Uh, the head guard of Valaki. Hmm. The head guard of Valaki. I'm gonna traipse on up to him. Uh, you you kind of stump up next to him, and they both notice your oncoming and uh, stop their conversation. And the uh, the man that looks like Isaac uh, just kind of like straightens out his uh, robes and kind of holds both his hands at his chest. Welcome. Good morning, Lord. Oh my God. You can write that down. <laughs> Certainly, it's actually. Hey, I'm, I'm looking for my friend. Have you seen Marina around here any any time recently? One inside check. You can write that down. <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, ten. Uh, you you say that, and the priest of gentleman goes, "I'm not aware of her current whereabouts. Uh, I've heard she's been kind of keeping to herself recently, so she's oh. probably not seeing much company." Is she okay? He kind of looks at the other gentleman who speaks up. Uh, he's he's a, uh, wearing like fancier clothes. He's a little bit kind of like a little rotund. Uh, he's got a, a shaved head. And he just goes, I think she's uh, she's doing fine. Well, maybe we should go stop in and check in on her. Do you, do you know where she's staying these days? We're, we're not from around here. I would implore that you uh, not go messing around in my family business. Uh, your family? Is that like y- your daughter or something? Woman you're inquiring about is indeed my daughter. What kind of business do you have with her? Oh, we're just old friends. I just thought we were, were in town. I thought I'd say hello. Interesting. Old friends, you say? Oh, oh yeah, like like way back. How far back would you say? Like, a lot. She's she's like five or something. Bear's, yeah, she's, Bear's not very good at lying. Like so. She's got to be like a little kid. Deception check at, at disadvantage. disadvantage. Oh, natural 20, though. No, oh disadvantage. I rolled another natural 20. No! Oh, my God. You... This is your dice. Astraldice.com. Uh, <laughs> yes! Uh, he just kind of cocks his head. I apologize. I <laughs> can't seem to remember you uh, in a raising, but... Oh, it's cool. It's been a while, you know. A lot of things happen over time. You just kind of lose faces, you know. Uh, I can assure you she's doing just fine. Well, I, I, so that I can check in on her, yeah? I would just swing by, say hello. She's not really seeing guests at the moment. It, It's of her own personal interest. I want to make an insight check. Go for it. 
no one else is going to. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't even be talking to this guy. <laughs> B is just horrified at Bear's attempt to gain information and completely nail it. Doesn't read. Situation. Nope. It's a four. <laughs> uh, the uh, priest, uh, he just kind of leans back in and goes, uh, but if there's anything else that, uh, that the, the church can do for you, certainly willing to oblige. Well, I mean, you look like you got some space back there in the cemetery. If you're thinking about a statue, I feel like Marita would probably be a good fit. You know, Stop. Stop. You can't just say uh, that. You can't just effect. say that. You can't <laughs> just say your daughter belongs in the cemetery. Oh my god, Barry. It's just a statue. It's not a it's not a grave site. Roll an inside check. It's in it's an honorary statue, right? That's you what better happens. roll a third goddamn twenty Adam. <laughs> Fourteen. Oh my god. Uh the look on uh the <laughs> this is confusing. Marinus' father, not the father, uh, <laughs> is one of surface level surprise and underlying. How do I put this? Um, recognition, in a way that the thing that you just said is a surprise that you said it, but the concept is not alien. Same. <laughs> huh. And as you say it. Uh, the priest just <laughs> awkwardly laughs. He's like, "Why? Why would we erect a monument for someone who is living a, a bountiful life, especially in the cemetery of a church?" It's yeah, a, a celebration of life. I don't know. I, it's just a first thing that popped in my head. Uh, anyways, you guys look like you're really busy. I'll leave you to yeah. it. Uh, uh, come on, come on, Bear, come on. Yeah, I, I like don't even go. head back to the group. I'm like walking out. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> can I can sure. I do a quick? This is like a sh- long shot, but can I do a perception check to see if where I snatched that note, if any of that looks moved or shuffled, as if somebody was looking for that note again? Yeah, roll. Yeah, the book. Yeah, roll a perception check. Nineteen. I uh, definitely was sift through, like heavily. Cool. Um, the stuff that was in that little, in those like little rows beneath the the podium, mm-hmm. it looked like someone like sh- like shoved a bunch of stuff to the side and back, setting them at all different angles than they were when you snatched it. Interesting. And now I'm like the prime suspect. <laughs> you are outside the front of the church. Anyways, I ha- yeah, I haul ass out of there. Oh my god. What's your next stop? I s- I found out so much, you guys. We heard everything that. Oh, you did? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we were right there. Yeah, so you saw how smooth I am, getting information out of people. I nailed it. That guy is the father of Marina. Should we maybe hide somewhere and try and follow him home? Maybe? Maybe. Or go looking for her ourselves? I feel like maybe he might come looking for me. I seemed as smooth as I was. I think he was very uh, interested in who I am. Uh, I might have a little more attention on us than we'd care to have if we're following him around. Maybe I could be like like bait or something. Hmm. I'm gonna just like other like I don't know how nice of a city this is. There's not like seating arrangements like in the street, like a park bench or something, right? Like uh, where you currently are. No, you don't see anything like that. I'm just gonna like nonchalantly hang out like like within eyeshot, but like a couple blocks down. Okay. And just be like posted up. Uh I will say the the first place of note that you come across in the same aisle as you're kind of walking away from the church, you do notice a um uh, like a glass store fronted building. Uh that is it has like a painted uh sigil that says uh River's End Inn and Tavern. I thought it was going to be like a display case. I was going to stand in the window and just be like, oh, but it's like a tavern. So nobody would yeah, really. It looks into like the the bar area. Does it have like like a porch area? No, no, it's it's just like the it's like a jutted out glass uh, window. And then there's like a couple curved steps up into the 
uh, front door into the tavern. B, I'm going to maybe post up here. Does he think that's a good idea or we should just bail on this idea? I'm indifferent. I, what, what is your plan, Bear? Tell me your plan. Well, you're going to give me money for beer and then I'm going to drink the beer in the window where he could see me and I'm just going to be hanging out. It's just regular old bear drinking a beer. And then he's going to come to me and he's going to be like, hey, why were you asking about my daughter? And I'm going to be like, I've never met you before. Have a and beer. <laughs> he's going to leave and then you're going to go follow him. Perfect plan. I, 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 I think you just maybe want an excuse to have a drink of beer. I know it's been a while. I just really want a beer, <laughs> yes. But it also works with our plan. I mean, we could certainly ask for people info in the tavern anyway, over a beer, so. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just go into the bar then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go in, there's a couple people uh, in small groups in the booths that line uh, the edge. Uh, but really, it's it's kind of empty. It's, it is the middle of the day. It's like the afternoon. Uh, so the, the lunch rush is over and the, the dinner rush is not really started, so. There is uh, two women at the bar. There's one sitting at the bar as a patron, and there's one behind the bar. And I'll have everybody roll history checks. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Who's that? Who's this person? Who else do we know? Who's that Barovian? (laughs) It's Oh, my God. It's Pikachu! It's Gertrude! (laughs) 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 Um, I rolled a six. I was waiting for it. Seven. Okay. Five, six, seven. 28. Oh, thank God. Thank you. (laughs) Nice. Okay. I love that. Don't think that's how you count. You added a 20 in there somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. yeah, There's the extra, extra two. You notice that the woman behind the bar, uh, looks, uh, and she's kind of got, um, like wavier, curlier, dark hair. She's kind of leaning back against the bar back with her arms crossed and she's just like kind of going off on a story. Uh, she looks in striking resemblance, although uh, like far more ostentatiously presented uh, as uh, uh, Anne Kreskov, the current burgomistress of Kresk. Mm. And the uh, other woman who's sitting at the bar who has kind of got like one ale in her hand and she's just like kind of swinging back and forth a little bit in the chair uh, listening to uh, the barkeep speak uh, has got her hair kind of pulled back in like a really rough bun slash ponytail sort of deal. And she looks uh, like... Fiona, Watcher of Valaki. They are of significantly different age. Uh, it looks like Fiona is significantly younger than you saw her. Uh, and it looks like the barkeep is of relatively, not a huge margin above in age, but older than you saw her. Hmm. All right, guys. Detective Bear is on the case. I guess. This is fucking weird, and I'm gonna go and order a drink. I'm gonna pick a B, and I'm, we're gonna walk to the bar, and I'm gonna set her down in one of the tall chairs, and I'm gonna lean up on the bar, all smooth and cool. I'm gonna wait for her to acknowledge me, because I don't want to interrupt her story. Doesn't take even a moment. You, like, shepherd up to the bar, kind of lean on it, and the second your elbow, like, hits the angle of rest, her attention just slow swivel. She goes, hey there, honey. What can I do you for? Three beers and a milk, please. Odd request, but I can do that. And she just kind of turns and starts making up the drinks. I do one of those those cool, like, you turn your back, you look at the bar, you got both elbows on the bar, and I'm kind of talking to her, like, over my shoulder. I'm going to be like, so Marina. <laughs> uh, over her shoulder as she's preparing the drinks, she goes, well, you really just cut right to the chase, don't you? Well, we're just, yeah, uh, we, we heard some weird things. We just want to m- make sure she's okay. Do you know, happen to know where she's at? Well, she is the talk of the town. So so I totally knew that. I heard that. But I would wager to say that a secret is best told in trade for a secret. I, at that point, walk up. Detective Baron, you're How about this? 
sorry i go how about this no, you and i just plop one? like i gently place the note the, the and just kind of like yeah the, the little journal entry i just place it in front of me and i have like my finger on it this, this is my assistant he's got some juicy secrets in this book how does that is that a good trade for you you can't look at it yet it's a surprise secret he turns and in one hand has like the three um, ales and kind of sets them down and pushes them in your direction. And then the other hand, she just has a nice glass of milk, I guess, <laughs> uh, and sets that down. Well, that's not a fair trade. I mean, you clearly have a very specific piece of gossip that you're uh, hoping to come across. And to say that what I'm getting is a complete gamble, I just don't think that's very fair. Well, what I have comes from the priest's library at the church. Snatched it this afternoon. She just puts one hand on the bar and then like another on her hip and just like half leans. He goes, that kook Father Gregor, I wouldn't believe anything that he has written down. He's peddling in all kinds of weird things. He's always been seeing ghosts, ghouls, all kinds of things. And I haven't heard one story that holds up from his neck of the woods. Well, I'll read this to you, and you'll see if that lines up with what you've heard. Well, I hope you can make it exciting. I'll try my best. 